Well, good morning. It's good to be with you. It's good to see everyone with us this morning. If you've got your Bibles, we're going to open in the book of 2 Timothy, chapter 4, in just a moment. We want to welcome everyone. This is a new day, a new week, a new month, and as everyone knows, it's a new year. And what a wonderful, wonderful, delightful way to begin as we come together. When you came in, you got a handful of stuff, and we're going to go through that stuff in just a little bit. But for now, I need you to get your Bibles and join with us as we look at some things together in God's Word. Our song we sang before the Lord's Supper had a little line, Everyone Belongs, and we believe that. If you're visiting to it with us for the first time, you belong. If you've been here for decades and decades, you belong. If your life is a wreck, you belong. If things are running pretty smoothly in your life, you belong. And what makes all the difference is Jesus Christ. As we came in this morning, it's very, very foggy outside. And we come inside, and there is no fog. And that's kind of the way the world is today. The world has a lot of opinions, a lot of ideas, a lot of suggestions. And a lot of it is just foggy. We come in here, and we open up God's Word, and we see clearly. And that's what we need to do, following God's Word through all this. In the book of 2 Timothy, chapter 4, we find an old man, the Apostle Paul. He is worn out. He's carrying the scars of beatings and stonings. He's at the end of his journey, but he's not at the end of his rope. His faith is strong. His hope is optimistic. Joy fills his heart. And he says in verse 7, I have fought the good fight. I have finished the course. I have kept the faith. You'll notice three times he uses the expression, I have. This morning, as we typically do on the first Sunday of the new year, we launch our theme for the year. And our theme is kind of the backbone of what we're going to be doing this year. Our theme kind of is where we think the congregation is, some things we need to think about, all of our meetings, all of our classes, everything we do is kind of build off that theme. And so we're going to be talking about finishing what we have started. We have many times this time of year, people have all kinds of resolutions. As Ashley talked about, the resolution to lose weight or save money or stave off electronics. Maybe it's even to go to worship services a little bit more than what you have. Goals and dreams, ideas. But for a lot of these resolutions, within a few weeks, they're going to be laid aside and they'll be forgotten. You see, it's easy to start college. It's hard to stay with it to get that degree. It's easy to start a book, but to stay with it to the last page takes some diligence. It's easy to sit down with a thousand-piece puzzle, but to stay with it to the very last piece takes some work. It's easy to begin your journey with Jesus. You start attending, you learn some things, you get baptized in Christ. But to stay with it to the very, very end takes some work upon all of us. And what we do in life is we remember the winners. We forget real quickly who was in second place. And in God's book, there's no prize for consolation. There's no second place winners. It's either you finish the race or you don't. And that concept of finishing is, is a theme throughout the New Testament. Jesus upon the cross would say... I, when he's given the sour, sour wine, he said, it is finished. 
Notice he didn't say, I am finished. We are finished. It is finished. And that kind of follows what he said in chapter 17, that he came to accomplish the will of God. God sent him for a purpose. I fulfilled that purpose. I have finished it. We need to appreciate that God started something with the kingdom. Long ago, when we read those prophecies in the book of Daniel and Joel and Isaiah, God had a dream. God had a plan. And God intended that to be finished. A long time ago, God started something with this congregation. Before most of us were ever around, a group of people were meeting together. And it grew to another place and to another place and then to this place. God started something with this congregation. And God started something with you. As you think about your journey with God and how important those things are. And so as parents, we've got something we need to finish. As a church, we've got some things we need to finish. And as individuals, as disciples, we have something that God needs to finish. And so if you will, take your booklet. And we're going to just walk through this. We're going to go through a lot, most of the pages here. I'd encourage you to, in your own free time, to go through and read some of this. And we'll point out most of this today. I want to thank Jason for a lot of his help. Thankful for the shepherds for their work in this. But our theme for this year is to finish what was started. Whether we think about this on a personal level, a congregational level, or the kingdom level, to do that. And we want to begin, first of all, on page three. And I want you to get your pins out. If you haven't done this before, do this. In fact, I encourage you, after you fill this out, to tear this page out and type it in your Bible. Because as we think about finishing, you've got to begin with the beginning. How did we start? And what this is about is about your journey with Jesus. Four questions. I was baptized. When were you baptized? What month? What year? Some of us may have forgotten. I was baptized by, by who? Fill that in. I was baptized where? At this church building? In a pond? Where was it? And what do you remember about that day? Because as we go through this booklet, as we go through this month, as we go through this year, we're going to be going back to how it started, how it finished. And so that's very important. Underneath this it says, sometimes after the exciting beginning, we lose zeal and vision. Distractions sidetrack us. As Jesus says, the riches and pleasures and worries of this life leave little room for God's word to grow in our hearts. So we begin with the beginning. Next page, page four. Page four is an outline of everything we got planned for this year. You should have also received a magnet, and we encourage you to take this magnet and put this on your fridge. It has the numbers of the shepherds and the preachers on here, but it also outlines all the things we're doing. And so as we're starting off this year, say, hey, you know, let's take a vacation. Let's see, maybe I need to schedule my vacation around a different time than what we're doing here, because these will help us as we come and grow. So on page four, let's just walk through this. We're going to have a gospel meeting in May with Ralph Walker. Ralph is a great preacher. He's been with us several times, and that will be in May 7th through 10th. In June will be our VBS, and we'll talk a little bit more about that when we get to page 6 with Aaron Kimple. Aaron was one of our summer speakers a few years ago. July and August, we're going to continue our summer series. The theme is going to be what we just sang, Higher Ground. 
And we'll talk about that for a moment. The speakers we have arranged for our summer series is David Banning, Chuck Durham, Philip Shoemake, Chase Byers, Phil Arnold, Scott Byer, Jason Lankford. You might say, well, that sounds like our Lankford. It's his brother. It's his brother who preaches. Jeremy Baird and Bubba Gardner. Some of those guys have been here before. Some of them haven't. And again, a lot of thoughts put into who's speaking and what we want them to speak upon. In September, we'll have our Ladies' Day event. In October, we'll have a singing meeting with Tim Stevens. That was scheduled last year, but there was a health issue with Tim, so he couldn't do it, so we kicked it to this coming year. And then we're going to have our men's leadership workshop again in November. We had great success with that. A lot of them were very excited about that, and so we will continue that in November. Turning the page, our first quarter. First quarter is going to talk about taking a look at what began. It's interesting, the Bible begins with that phrase, in the beginning. And you and I both had a beginning. And this congregation had a beginning. There's always a lot of excitement, anticipation when a new business begins. When a person comes to Christ, he's called a new creation or a new creature. And so for the first quarter, we're going to take a look at what began. We'll have some classes that talk about the book of Genesis. We're going to go back and talk about some things on Wednesday night about what began and how important that is. As we move to the next page, the second quarter, we're going to talk about the steps it takes to finish. You know, much too often, as the booklet says, these plans are given up within a few months. One of the greatest things you have ever started was your journey with the Lord. This is something that we must finish. But how? The race is long, the enemy is intense, there are many distractions. And so the second quarter, we're going to talk about the steps it takes to finish. And within this second quarter is when we're going to have our VBS. For the high schoolers on up through the adults, we're going to have Aaron Kimple, and the theme's going to be, I have kept the faith. 2 Timothy chapter 4. We'll talk about the example of Paul. Uh, we learn from 2 Timothy 4, the challenges to finishing, helping others finish, keeping our eyes on Jesus and the crown that awaits us. For our children down below here, their theme is going to be the doors of the Bible. A lot of great doors that we can talk about. The door of the ark, the Passover door, the sheep door from John chapter 10, the door of the tomb, and then the narrow door that Jesus talks about. So that's the second quarter. We turn the page, and on page 7, we're going to talk about the third quarter here, facing forward. And again, this third quarter was going to emphasize what is awaiting us. Our summer series is going to be in this third quarter, and the theme is going to be on the hymn, Higher Ground. And what we've done is we've gone through that hymn and just picked out different expressions from that hymn, assigned them to the different preachers. And again... This will be a song we sing every Wednesday night in July and August. And the song begins with this very phrase that I'm pressing onward. Got to finish what we started. When we go to the fourth quarter, and the year will probably go about this fast. That's how it goes anymore. We're going to talk about finishing strong. In this final quarter of the year, we will concentrate upon how we can do more than conquerors, as the Romans were told, it's not a matter of just barely making it or squeaking by. What it's about is the idea of finishing well and finishing strong, excelling in the Lord. Now, down below on this page, you'll see the breakout of our groups. 
And real soon, we're going to be having sign-ups again for the groups. The group's going to get real active again. And we would encourage you to be in as many groups as you can be in. Find the niche that you think would be good for you, whether you like encouraging one another, whether you can help our teens or our teens will be in a group, young couples, young families, young men, helping senior citizens, our welcoming group, and our deeper Bible study group. All these will be activated real soon, and we'll have more to say about that. But again, that's an integral part of getting to know each other, being active here, doing my part. Then when we go to the next page, the next page is the lineup of our adult classes, and we're excited about this. For the first time in a long time, on Sunday mornings, we're going to offer four adult classes. This is like a college. You've got to pick out which one you want to go to. And I've already had some people say, well, I want to be in two or three at the same time. Well, Lord doesn't do miracles. You just got to pick out one. And so, and so if you're kind of new to the Bible... And I just really don't understand what's all going about. Jimmy's going to teach a class in one of the small classrooms that just kind of introduces what the Bible's all about. We would really encourage you to go to that class. Jason's going to be going on through the parables of Jesus in his B2 class. In the auditorium, we're going to be talking about Joshua. And then Ron Frazier is going to be teaching a class about the attributes of God. Different levels of strength, different levels of teaching. And in your bulletin today, if you turn to the inside, you'll notice a little map that shows you where all the classes are going to be. Now, I've had several say, well, I didn't see any class material out front for one of these classes. You'll get the material in those classrooms. The class material out here is for in here. And so other than that, you'll go to your classrooms right after services, and we encourage you to do that. Bible classes are an integral part of growing, and we get more depth and more encouragement by those things, and we would really, really encourage you to do these things. The next page, really the next two or three pages, goes through our Lord's Supper, and again, we encourage the men to follow this plan. Every Sunday, you'll just look through these real quickly, every Sunday begins with the word Jesus, because that's what the Lord's Supper is all about. It's about Jesus. It's about remembering him, being focused upon him, and those things. You can turn now to page 11, excuse me, page 13, excuse me, page 13, and you see that this is the ninth year that we've been doing these vision books. And it kind of shows you, again, just a little bit about where we've been, where we are, and gives a little bit of idea of maybe where we may be headed next. But the idea that... The shepherds here are thinking about you. We don't just randomly throw out classes. We don't randomly just invite somebody to speak. There's a lot of thought, a lot of planning, a lot of you goes into all of this. The very next page reminds us of the resources we have here. Just an abundance from blogs to podcasts to videos to uh, daily Quick quotes to daily or to once a month or excuse me once every Friday uh, daily five. Uh, there's all kinds of things in there to help you grow. Easy to share those things. Easy to connect with one another on those things. So that's what we got planned. We hope it's helpful for you. We hope that you'll participate in these things. We hope that you'll spend some time with that booklet. Stick it in your Bible. Keep it around. Those are some things that will be helpful for us. Now let's go back to the book of Second Timothy, chapter four. 
Paul said these words at the end of his life. I have fought, I have kept, and I have finished. The idea of all these things. And we begin, first of all, by understanding, by making these statements, it wasn't easy for him. When you look at verse 14 of the same chapter, Paul would talk about Alexander. Alexander the coppersmith, he said, did me much harm. And so, as you journey with Jesus, it may not be easy for you. You may not have a family that encourages you. You may not have an atmosphere around you that's going to be helpful for you. But remind ourselves that you're not the first one to endure that. Paul did these things even though it was not easy. If you will, turn your Bible back to the book of 1 Corinthians, if you will, chapter 4. We'll be back in Timothy in just a minute. But in 1 Corinthians chapter 4, as Paul was kind of just putting his life in the capsule here so we all could see it, he says, begin in verse 9, 1 Corinthians chapter 4, For I thank God has exhibited us apostles, last of all, as men condemned to death, because we have become a spectacle to the world, both to angels and to men. We are fools for Christ's sake, but you are prudent in Christ. We are weak, but you are strong. We are distinguished, but we are without honor. To this present hour, we both hunger and thirsty. We are poorly clothed and roughly treated. We are homeless. We toil, working with our own hands. When we are reviled, we bless. When persecuted, we endure. When we are slandered, we try to conciliate. We become as the scum of the world, the dregs of all things, even until now. And you might say, why? We'll get to that in just a moment. Second thing Timothy teaches us is this journey Paul was on was not a popular journey. He would say in 2 Timothy 4, verse 10, he talked about Demas, having loved this present world, has deserted me. And then he would remind us in verse 16, as first defense, no one supported me, but all deserted me. You see, he fought, he kept, he finished, even though it was not easy, it was not popular, but he did it because it was well worth it. That's the idea there. In verse 8 of 2 Timothy 4, Having said, I've fought, I've finished, I've kept. In the future, he says, there's laid up for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award to me on that day, and not to me only, but to all those who love his appearing. And so what we want to focus on this year is you. Will you finish? It's easy to start. Many of you have probably made promises already this day. This year we are going to do this as a family. This year I'm going to do this. This year I'm going to get up and start the day with a prayer. Before I leave my bedroom, I'm going to read one chapter of the Bible this year, every single day. But then things happen. How do we finish what we started? And so it takes effort, it takes diligence, it takes a plan. And so that's where we're going to kind of look at these things. Satan will try to discourage you, he'll try to distract you, he will try to defeat you. The apostle, once again, in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 9, refers to this concept of a race. And he would say in verse 26 and 27, I run in such a way as not without aim. I box in such a way as not as beating the air, but I buffet my body and make it my slave, lest possible after I preach to others, I myself should be disqualified. I must finish. His name was John Stephen Aquire, and he's from the country of Tanzania. 
And he was in the 1968 Olympics. And where the Olympics was located was at high elevation. By the time he got there, the, this, the difference in elevation affected the way he ran. Started the race with some cramps. Early in the race, several of the runners moving from position fell. He fell also. Banged up his leg very badly. Hurt his shoulder. 75 of the runners dropped out. But he kept running. Slower and slower and more painfully. The winner had finished an hour. And Aquire was still on the track. The fans had gone home. The awards were given. A few people stayed. They left the lights on for him. He finished in the darkness. And when a reporter came up to him and said, it's all over, why do you, why do you run? His answer was simply this. My country did not send me 5,000 miles to start a race. My country sent me to finish a race. And heavy in our hearts today is the death of Randy Wolf. Randy Wolf is one who finished the race. And so as we're going about this year, going about this study, going about all the things we're doing, this is what it's all about. It's not that I come to church once in a while and as soon as Satan throws me a little curveball, I quit. As soon as there's a little speed bump in the road, I say, I don't want any more. As soon as the temptation comes, knocks on the door, I open it up and say, come on in. We need to finish. We need to keep. We need to do what God wants us to do. And that's where we're trying to be this year. Someday, unless Jesus comes first, all of us will go through that door of death. It doesn't scare us because we know what the Bible teaches. It doesn't scare us because we know what's on the other side of that door. But what makes us so grand and so promising and so hopeful for us is when one can say, I have fought the good fight, I have finished the course, I have kept the faith. Finishing what we have started. This morning... Maybe some of you need to start. Maybe you haven't even started. Maybe you don't know your Jesus. Maybe you're not one to go to Bible class as much. Maybe you just kind of come in real quickly and go on your way and just kind of like going through a drive-thru and I got my spiritual vitamin for the week and I'll come back next week and nothing changes. Maybe it's time to be serious about Jesus. Maybe it's time to realize there's a lot of fog out there and a lot of that fog is misleading me. A lot of that fog is coloring my eyes and covering my eyes to what God really wants me to be. Maybe it's time I sat down and have a Bible study. Maybe it's time I went to Bible classes. Maybe it's time I got baptized. Maybe it's time I put it up a notch more, get more engaged, more involved. Someday, as I wrote about the other day, someday... I'll stand behind this pulpit for the last time. Don't know when. Someday, I will attend my last worship service. Don't know when. Someday, you'll do the same thing. And all the things that we do, and all the prayers, all the Bible readings, all the encouragement, all the things we do is for a purpose. And that purpose is to be with Jesus forever. As I actually said, Jesus is was and always will be the answer. If we can help you in any way, won't you come as we stand and sing this song?